dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another day. Thank you for another opportunity to learn from you and to share your word with others. I pray that today's message would allow us to just open the lines of communication with one another and to be able to learn and talk about how to commune in a way that is uplifting to you and to us to bring glory to your name. Welcome to Cross Discourse, where music, culture, and life are discussed across the media spectrum weekly to help you live a godly life. Cross Discourse, Christ is Culture. Ah, it's your boy, Anonymous. Good morning, good evening, good times to all of you. I'm so happy that you decided to come back and listen to me for another episode of Cross Discourse. And listen, I know if you've been listening to some of my podcasts, I've just been, you know, reading a lot of Bible scriptures, talking and preaching to you guys. And I want to take a little bit of time today to just talk about how uh, we pass time, how we party. You know what I mean? Because I don't think a lot of a lot of people know that uh, Christians are about joy. We're about having a good time. We're about partying and, and we're really uh, happy, joyful people. I know I said that a lot, but I just want people to know that. And so um, and let me just tell you uh, what came across to, to kind of give me this mindset. Uh, I took my son to a basketball tournament recently. Um, he plays basketball. He's a really good player, I think. Anyway, I'm a dad. So, you know, whatever. But uh, and we drove past a community, an Amish community. And a couple of things uh, kind of stuck out to me. Um, the first thing I saw was a lot of the Amish together. A lot of the men were just building the house. They were hanging up in the rafters and talking. And it looked like they were actually having a break during that time. I, I couldn't really tell because I was driving. But they were smiling. I, I definitely saw them smiling and looking at each other and, and, and doing their work at the same time. And then sometime further down the road, I actually saw a group of uh, Amish kids just playing around a tree and they were definitely laughing and having a good time. It was a few of them. Um, and I was like, wow, it was just so simple, uh, so innocent. And it looked like they were having some good, clean fun. And it reminded me of my Bible uh, verse um, in Ecclesiastes 3. If you've been listening to me long enough, you know that I like the book of Ecclesiastes. I like all the books, but Ecclesiastes is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, and it was a time for everything verse, and it goes like this. For everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under sun, a time to be born, and a time to die, a time to plant, a time to harvest, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to tear down, and a time to build up, a time to cry, a time to laugh, a time to grieve, a time to dance, a time to, to scatter stones, and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace, and a time to turn away, a time to search, a time to quit searching, a time to keep, and a time to throw away, a time to tear, and a time to mend. A time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What do people really get for all their hard work? 
I have seen the burden God has placed on us all, yet God has made any everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So I concluded, there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. And people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor, for these are gifts from God. And I know that whatever God does is final. Nothing can be added to it or taken from it. God's purpose is that people should fear him. What is happening now has happened before, and what will happen in the future has happened before, because God makes the same things happen over and over again. And I was like, wow, that that just I was like, man, you know, there are times for us to really have a good time. There really are times for us to just party. And so I started looking through the Bible and there weren't a whole lot of instances of times in the Bible where people were just or, or there were good. There are a lot of I'm sorry. Let me take that back. There were a lot of times in the Bible of, of feasts and fun times and weddings and things like that. Uh, but the descriptions weren't uh, too in-depth. And so, you know, I just like, well, let me do a little bit of research. Let me see what's happening. Um, and then so I came across some some really good ones. Um, there's there's obviously the, the book in Esther where she and the king and her uncle and the one guy. That wasn't good enough. So I was like, I need times where there's like a lot of people that get together and they're having fun. I mean, I came across First Chronicles 12, 38 through 40, and this is when uh, some some men had joined David's army. He was building his army and they joined the army. Um, and so First Chronicles uh, 12, 38 through 40 was a good one. Um, and, and that one was I was like, OK, I think I, I think I can do that one. And 38 through 40 basically said all these men came in battle array to Hebron with the single purpose of making David the king over all Israel. In fact, everyone in Israel agreed that David should be their king. They feasted and drank with David for three days, for preparations had been made by their relatives for their arrival. And people as far away as Issachar, Zebulon, and Naphtali brought food on donkeys, camels, mules, and oxen, Vast supplies of flour, fig cakes, clusters of raisins, wine, olive oil, cattle, sheep, and goats were brought to the celebration. There was great joy throughout the land. So that sounds like they're really having a good time. And I was like, man, there's got to be other instances. There's also one in Nehemiah in the Old Testament, uh, Nehemiah 10 and 11. It said, and Nehemiah continued, go and celebrate with a feast of rich foods and sweet drinks and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. This is a sacred day before our Lord. Do not be dejected and sad for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the Levites too quieted the people telling them, hush, don't weep for this is a sacred day. So the people went away to eat and drink at a festive meal to share gifts of food and to celebrate with great joy because they had heard God's words and understood them. So this seems like it's like after a church event or something and they're just like continuing the celebration. I know growing up, we used to have a repast that really brought to my mind that Bible verse. I was like, okay, repast should be fun 
and joyous and, and everyone should be having a great time and then there's also deuteronomy uh deuteronomy 14 26 uh 14 i think it's deuteronomy uh let me see if i can find it uh yep deuteronomy 14 26 it says when you arrive you may use the money to buy any kind of food you want cattle sheep goats wine or other alcoholic drink then feast there in the presence of the lord your god and celebrate with your household and do not neglect the levites in your town for they will receive no allotment of land from you and i think this is after they're told to uh give 10 percent of their tithes um and they're partying they're taking their tithes actually to throw a party and to not just for themselves but to share it with the levites and i was like man so there are festive times in the bible people are not just having fun but they're drinking alcohol um and and they're having just a, a really good time um and i was like man so uh you know christians need can be joyful and we can share our times and we have celebrations that we um kind of celebrate with one another and i know um i know i don't know when you're listening to us but i'm in 2020 right now and it's not necessarily a great time for everybody to be out and, and sharing uh or having a great time with everybody else but we can be joyful when we are able to and we can share in the joy um and have fun and that's what today's episode is really going to be about we're going to talk about some things that uh came to mind through some research and just watching tv listening to people talking to people uh and observing people all right so when we come back that's what today's episode is about spending time with one another and how christians party i'll talk to you in a little bit millions of stars in the sky Less display. Billions of galaxies bright, suns, planets, and moons like our own Milky Way. Millions of creatures below, the creation explodes with its species and Lead us 
us and guide us today. Millions of souls on the earth, all nations and tongues with their cultures and ways. Many religious beliefs, denominations and creeds with their systems of faith. And millions of hearts all alone with no purpose to know, no direction, no There's only one spirit by which we are one, only one. That was uh, Vocal Union. If you've never heard of them, they're like a they're an acapella group uh, based out of Tennessee. Um, and that song is really amazing. I really like that one because it talks about oneness, talks about uh, God uh, being three in one. Um, and it also kind of inspires me to always try and be a part of the body. Uh, but with that being said, I'm back to talk about, you know, those things that help to bring us together as one. Um, and, and I was watching uh, the news. I was reading the news on my Internet, on my cell phone and laptop and also watching the news. Uh, and some things came across uh, really it talked about a little bit about alternative media, social media in particular. Uh, there were some complaints about like Facebook and YouTube and and Twitter and all those things. Um, you know, it was it was mainly political because, you know, it's that season for me and I watch it like I watch the Super Bowl. I've said that before. Um, and and they were saying that there were alternative sites and a couple of things was a couple of ones that they mentioned uh, was Parler, Ramble, MeWe. I think there were a few other ones and they were started talking about they were conservative versions of these websites. And I was like, hmm, I don't know. Um, you know, so I, I, I kind of took the time out to kind of look at some of these other sites. Uh, and I, I was like, you know, what does really what is what is God's message with regards um, to us having our own, you know, um, because we don't we don't necessarily want to be of this world. So there's some Bible verses that I want you to kind of meditate on. The first one comes from the book of James. Uh, chapter 4 verse 8 it says come close to God and God will come close to you wash your hands you sinners purify your hearts for your loyalty is divided between God and the world uh, and then I said okay okay what do we let's get let's get deeper into that that mindset of us being uh, a little bit um, separated from the world and then I came to 2nd Corinthians chapter 6 verses 13 through 18 and it says this we live in such a way 
that no one will stumble because of us and no one will find fault with our ministry. In everything we do, we show that we are true ministers of God. We patiently endure troubles and hardships and calamities of every kind. We have been beaten, been put in prison, faced angry mobs, worked to exhaustion, endured sleepless nights and gone without food. We prove ourselves by our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness by the Holy Spirit within us and by our sincere love. We faithfully preach the truth. God's power is working within us. We use the weapons of righteousness in the right hand for attack and the left hand for defense. We serve God whether people honor us or despise us, whether they slander us or praise us. We are honest, but they call us imposters. We are ignored, even though we are well known. We live close to death, but we are still alive. We have been beaten but we have not been killed. Our hearts ache, but we always have joy. We are pure, but we give our spiritual riches to others. We own nothing, and yet we have everything. Oh, dear Corinthian friends, we have spoken honestly with you, and our hearts are open to you. There is no lack of love on our part, but you have withheld your love from us. I am asking you all to respond as if you were my own children. Open your hearts to us. That was uh, Paul talking about the hardships of them as they go out and share their faith. But here's the next part, 13 through 18. This is the part that I really wanted you to listen to. Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? And what union can there be between God's people or God's temple and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from among from among unbelievers and separate yourselves from them, says the Lord. Don't touch their filthy things and I will welcome you and I will be your father and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. So the Bible here is teaching us that we, we really should be uh, within ourselves. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little bit away from, you know, this idea of us uh, working together and having our own. But that kind of puts us into the mindset to think about uh, those things. So I went on Parlor, I went on Ramble, I went on MeWe, and they were very, very much, uh, you know, uh, alt-right, I guess you could say, but not just, not necessarily Christian alt-right. They were, uh, they had a lot of hate speak in them, um, and they didn't really back up a lot of their stuff with facts, uh, things that you're hearing in the news, um, or, or, or uh, realness. They It was all conspiracy theory, and I was like, well, this isn't really something that we should have or be using as Christians. So I said, well, what do Christians have? Um, you know, we have our own version of YouTube. There was some time ago, there was something called GodTube. I went on GodTube before, and I was like, man, when I went on GodTube, I was like, dude, this is not, um, it's, it's not interesting. Um, and I went on it recently again, because I, the, when I went on there, it was years and years and years ago. Um, so I wanted to go on there again. And GodTube was pretty good. Uh, it had some, 
had some good stuff in there. It's basically a Christian version of YouTube. You uplift your, uh, upload your uh, Christian videos on there and, you know, kind of the same concept. I don't know if there's money making in it or anything, um, but it has some stuff that is inspirational. It has, uh, it's, it's Christian-like. Um, and it also has a devotion on it, which I really like. That was something that I don't remember being on there in the past. Um, and it had a, a, a devotion on there with some uh, Bible study tools. And you can really get into the word um, and pray about it. And it, give, and it goes into a little bit of detail. So I was like, OK, that's not bad um, to have a YouTube with a devotional in there to kind of get us focused on God. Um, we, we have version, which is the Bible app. I, I use that one regularly with my family where we do our devotionals together as a family. We read uh, the devotional, we read the Bible scripture, and then we ask each other questions and we communicate. That is really good because it allows us um, to share our thoughts and help us to keep each other on track every morning. Um, and we pray for each other. We can pray for each other. We can share uh different, um, not necessarily memes, but pictures with Bible verses that are inspirational for other people to share. And you can connect with a lot of people. And version I've mentioned before in the past, is a really good, I think, social media app for Christians. If you don't have a version, I highly encourage you to get one. Uh, we also have our own schools. Um, I, I am an alumni of Liberty University. I've gone to Liberty University, and, and there was some controversy recently within Liberty University with the, the, um, the founder's son, and the way he was acting. Um, and there were some alumni, uh, including myself, that were really uh, against him continuing on as the, the president of Liberty, just because he, he didn't really espouse Christian views. And one of the things about him is he didn't even have a Christian background. Yes, his father was a Christian, um, and his brother is a pastor of a church. They were uh, The father and brother were both pastors, but he had a business background, and he wasn't necessarily espousing <clears throat> excuse me espousing christian views uh there's grand canyon university which i've heard a lot about i thought about going there um, regent university uh, so we have our own schools um dallas theological uh seminary is a really big one um and there's some other small ones out there um kings uh, there's some really good ones out there. And I think that we ought to really encourage our children to go to these schools, even if they're into, uh, you know, sports like my son with Division One. There are some Division One schools out there uh, that your sons can and daughters can go to and, and really still get that Christian background. Now, I know there was a rumor, particularly at my school, uh, with a lot of um, homosexual practices amongst the men in that school. Uh, I never I didn't see any. Uh, when I went there, but that's not to say that there isn't there any there. I just didn't experience it myself. Um, but if it there is, we ought to be really going into our schools and making sure they're they're pure and blameless, like Paul said in that scripture in First Corinthians. I mean, in Second Corinthians, because we don't want to give the devil a foothold, but we also don't want to give people who interact with us that mindset that we are, uh, you know, hypocrites or things of that nature. Um, what else? Um, and, and so I, I really thought that, you know, we ought to really start kind of hitting home with this idea of having things that we can fellowship within uh, and for ourselves. Guide to you version or schools, or universities. Um, and, and I wanted to make sure that we were unified in them. Um, so uh, just to share, uh, uh, just to recap and to share some of my experiences, um, Pauler. Uh, Ramble, MeWe, they were really far right. 
Uh, they were biased. They they weren't. Uh, they really didn't offer anything in terms of uplifting. Um, they seemed to be money grabs and tried to push themselves as alternatives to the really popular sites um, uh, that everybody uses, Christians, demons, everybody <laughs> out there. Um, and they really didn't uh, really want to push themselves as necessarily Christian. Um, so I, I don't recommend those. Uh, GodTube, version. they're very unique. They're, uh, they have some nice features. Um, I really felt like they could use some extra fe some extra features, particularly you version. Um, you know, the we could post pictures on it and maybe ask for prayers for our kids. I, I know there were some other things, like I said, you could do like different um, stock images and ask for uh, prayers or put your prayer out there that you could share with other people. I really like the prayer feature. Um, on it, um, but give us some extra options on you version to make it more of a social media for everybody who is Christian to interact with one another. Uh, maybe um, I haven't used it to see any news, so if there is some news on you version, um, uh, not biased news. Again, I don't I don't really uh, promote biasness. I, I really want everything to be open and transparent, so everyone can be able to make their own decisions and to discern uh, using their godly wisdom to discern that. Um, but yeah, and GodTube has really improved. Um, I like the dev the devotional on it. I initially was going to say, oh, GodTube sucks, uh, but it doesn't. It, it has some extra features on it. I think they've revamped it a little bit since I first saw them. Um, and TV. Uh, there used to be Jesus uh, TV. I used to watch that when my, when my sons were younger. Um, you know, and that was, I, I didn't necessarily like that cause that was kind of over the head, um, you know, with it, um, you know, just, uh, Jesus, 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 God, God, God. And it really didn't give us the, the chance to let loose, um, you know, and, and like enjoy a, a spiritual or inspiring story. I know if you've listened to me in the past, you've, you've seen, you've heard, that I've talked about uh, the Kendrick brothers and their movies. I really enjoy their movies and I wish there was a channel. Um, I haven't found one yet. I wish there was a channel that we could go to uh, and really enjoy. And uh, if you found something, somebody send me an email at, uh, at uh, crossdiscourse at gmail and tell me about a channel that I missed. Um, I know when my sons were a lot younger, we used to heavily rely on VeggieTales as our go-to commercial. And VeggieTales was amazing. Phil Vischer, uh, he's still going strong. He has his own podcast, uh, The Holy Post Podcast, which I uh, enjoy. Um, he is somewhat of a, uh, he, he, he is somewhat biased and he does go into politics. And I listen to him um, and, and I try to discern what he's talking about because he, he goes heavily on to uh, I'm not not against, but he, he talks uh, really heavily a lot against um, a lot of those Christian evangelicals who may be slightly misjudged, mis misguided a little bit, um, you know, but uh, I, I like him because he doesn't veer too far left, um, you know, like some of those other uh, left Christian um, places and podcasts and people and groups. I like to stay in the middle. I like to always refer to what God asks us to go to. And I think Phil Vischer is, is very similar. Um, you know, maybe we had some extra restaurants, uh, some Christian restaurants. I, I know that, uh, growing up, um, I used to really be in, uh, into, um, 
wanted to support uh, and even now uh, I'm African-American. So listening to going to some African-American businesses and, and giving them my business. But I like to do the same thing about Christian restaurants as well. We all know that Chick-fil-A is a Christian restaurant or the owner at least is Christian. They have excellent service. So I love to throw my support behind them. My oldest loves to go there because he loves the chicken um, in and out Burger, which is mainly in California. I've, I've been there as well. Um, and they're pretty good. They have the, the Bible scripture on the bottom of their cups. Uh, so they're not open, like really out there with their Christian Christianity. Uh, but I, I like that they do the, uh, the Christian versions. Um, and every time I go down south, every time I go to uh, North Carolina or Virginia or somewhere out there and there is a cookout nearby, I always go to cookout. My wife and I love absolutely love cookout not only do we love the food at cookout but uh one of my things is cheer wine i'm a big cheer wine guy and cookout uh delivers with the cheer wine so i always get a big cup of cheer wine with whatever cookout has in there they're also a um a christian uh place they actually play christian music in their restaurant sometimes and just like in and out burger they have those bible verses on the bottom. Um, I did a little research and I, I did find some other places. Uh, it said Carl Jr.'s. I'm not familiar with Carl Jr.'s being Christian, um, but uh, I don't really go to Carl Jr.'s a lot. Uh, their, their, their Hardee's commercials and everything were a little outlandish and they they really uh, didn't espouse the Christian views in their commercials, but whatever. Um, if they're Christian, uh, let's, let's be, by all means, try and go out there and support them as well. Um, and I know, uh, that, um, uh, those are really all the ones that I know about, but, um, just to try and visit those places that we know espouse our views. Um, so, because we want to see them successful because they are a part of the body. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is 30 minutes for me. It was great to talk to you. If you got any thoughts or, or uh, social media or restaurants and anything else for the Christian body, um, for us to kind of build our community, get our social media up and, and interact with one another and party like the Acts 242 crowd. Uh, I really, really would love to hear you. Email me uh, anonymous at cross or, or cross discourse at gmail.com. My name is anonymous and I look forward to speaking to you again. I pray for you and I love you all. Have a great one. Peace. Mm -hmm.